Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. This money, man. Fuck you, gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what's up? Welcome to the film and we're the judgmental podcast. What's up, everybody? This your boy Phil back in here. And I'm Leroy. So what's been going on, Phil? It ain't nothing much. Just chilling, chilling. Just got finished working out with the wifey. Mm-hmm. What type of workout? And no, uh, did, and no, I don't mean it X-rated when I asked you that. Right. Uh, I, w- I did the bike. While I was on a bike, she was on a treadmill. No, and then okay. when she got finished the treadmill, then I jumped on the treadmill. And then in between, I was jumping rope. Oh, okay. Uh, how trying, many? We put on pounds, so we're trying to get our shit back together. Okay, all right. <clears throat> now, before we start, I want to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to us, by the way, because we had a, a, a good role with three three good podcasts that a lot of people had gave uh, good uh, good reviews on. The first Which one was that? The first one was the, uh, the, the episode with your brother, Chit. Okay. That was a good episode. And a lot of people liked that. It was more like a therapy session after I listened to it again. <laughs> <clears throat> the second episode was our uh, Vegan Chef Royalty. Mm-hmm. A lot of people liked that uh, episode. And we got a good review from uh, someone on... Uh, I don't think I sent that to you. Someone on on uh, the Apple gave us a good, um, a good uh, uh, review of it. And the third one, last but not least, is the Leroy Hayes Tupac episodes. See, I made it a week, Phil, but I didn't get beat up or, or dragged down the street anywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it, it ain't, it, it don't, it, it's not bad as what it sounds like. So, uh, yeah, three good, three good street, three good podcasts in a row. That was a good one. That's All because the right. uh, majority of the fans probably just don't want to hear sports. They want to hear other shit. You know what I mean? Right. And we mainly talk about sports all the time. So they, I guess they enjoy when it's another topic besides sports. Uh-huh. So uh, here at the Judgmental Podcast, like we always say, we love the street entrepreneurs. Love the street entrepreneurs. Go and get your money. Do your thing. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck if it's illegal. If it's illegal, it don't matter. You do your thing. So here we got nonprofits violence. And Boston founder, 41-year-old Monica Cannon Grant and her husband, 38-year-old Clark Grant, has been charged with using $6,000 grant to take at use. use. (laughs) Man, when you get to it. (laughs) Charged with with you a $6,000 grant to take at-risk youth to a Philadelphia retreat. (laughs) Here's the report. Breaking now at noon, federal fraud charges against the founder of the nonprofit called Violence in Boston, as well as her husband. Good afternoon for joining us. I'm Paula Evan. Prosecutors say Monica Cannon Grant and her husband took money donated to the organization and spent it on themselves. WBZ's Anna Myler's at federal court to show us the charges they now face. Monica Cannon Grant and her husband are facing serious charges of fraud and conspiracy, accused of spending money meant for community causes on their own rent, hotels, restaurants, and more. Monica Cannon Grant started the organization Violence in Boston in 2017 with a mission to help survivors of violence. 
And in 2020, she became a prominent figure organizing protests following the killing of George Floyd. We have to realize that, like, all of us have to work together. And if some of us are going to look Oh, she was working all right. <laughs> a little bit better than that. Now, an 18-count federal indictment reveals scathing accusations that Cannon Grant and her husband, Clark Grant, used charitable donations on themselves. According to court documents, Cannon Grant and her husband presented themselves as unpaid leaders of the nonprofit. But authorities say Cannon Grant paid herself an income of more than $25,000 in 2020 and more than $170,000 in 2021. Oh, shit. 2021 was a good year for her ass. She went from 20 grand <laughs> to, to six figures the next year. What the hell kind of jump of a job you going to get? The same job, not, not a new God, job. damn. <laughs> in June 2019, Cannon Grant accepted a $6,000 grant for violence prevention from a Massachusetts district attorney's office. Prosecutors say that money instead went to a nail salon, going out to eat, hotel rooms, fuel costs, and car rentals. Authorities also say the couple collected more than $100,000 in pandemic unemployment assistance, though Cannon Grant was earning tens of thousands of dollars in consulting fees and her husband was earning weekly pay from a job. The couple's accused of using the money on plane tickets, new furniture to defray the cost of a motorcycle and more. <laughs> there will be a virtual court hearing for Monica Cannon Grant at 2 p.m. Reporting in now uh that goes back when we talk about how people it was just so easy to get that money when they had that that pandemic um relief shit right and i couldn't believe how uh stacy was defending and saying it's not that easy to get and all these stories i'm hearing and news articles and people in real life like bullshit yep in June 2019, she was given a check for six grand for a trip to Philly to give these young men exposure to community outside of violence-riddled neighborhoods that they navigate daily, the Boston Globe reported. Instead, the couple used the money to make to take a vacation to Maryland, eat at Bubblegum Shrimp Company, <laughs> Shake Shack, <laughs> and other in eateries, and pay for car rentals, Walmart purchases and visits to a nail salon the feds alleged. The indictment charges them in connection with three separate schemes, the fraud and donors, lying on a mortgage application, and illegally collecting about $100,000 in pandemic unemployment benefits, according to the Globe. Clark Grant had allegedly been charged by the feds for allegedly engaging in pandemic assistance fraud after a raid at the couple's Teuton home last year, the news outlet reported. He was slapped with charges of illegal collecting unemployment benefits and making false statements on a mortgage application. They knew all that stuff going on anyway. And how mm -hmm. how can how can you make a false statement on a mortgage application? Don't they check all that stuff with banking records and all that? Well, that's everything? what I'm saying. That's why they was they was letting all these people go, knowing it was bullshit, and then come back to try to lock them up later. Yep, exactly what you said. Exactly. Yep. What and you said. um. When I hear a nonprofit organization, they supposed to be like free communicate uh, for the community and stuff like that. But who going to spend all their money, time and resources into something like that and ain't getting no kickback? That's why I believe all these nonprofits is really scams just for people to make a killing. Yep. Yep. Well, we going to New York. Valerie Rosario, an NYC woman, is accused of holding an online date hostage for 11 grand in a twisted kidnap and torture scheme late night last month. 
A 24-year-old man headed to a Bronx apartment, believing he was about to hook up with the pretty brunette he met on Instagram. The news is so funny how they make those little cliches and everything. They're trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It turned out to be a honey trap that nearly cost him his life. The woman he'd been chatting to was allegedly actually part of a group of sadists who spent hours torturing the kidnapped man, even stabbing him while demanding... $100,000 $100,000 in ransom on a FaceTime call to his horrified brother, Manhattan prosecutors allege. When police found the victim some 24 hours later, he was tied up, gagged in the back of the van, barely clinging to life. The beauty who allegedly lured him, Valerie Rosario, 22, is now facing charges of kidnapping and attempted murder over the sixth scheme. It was, it was revealed in court last week. Prosecutors say the Lower East Side con woman allegedly coaxed the complete stranger, quote-unquote, to an address on Marble Hill Avenue in the Bronx on February the 7th after they connected on Instagram. He arrived at around 1 a.m., which means booty call hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the twisted torture session began, according to a criminal, criminal complaint. The three men bars into an apartment with one of them pistol whipping the victim, the court document said. Rosario and other accomplices then allegedly stripped the victim, placed him in a bathtub, poured flammable substances on him, and burning him with a flame all over his body. The charge of document state. They also torment him with a knife, striking him about the legs, back, and body, according to the court doc. Sources said the sickos allegedly lured the victim to an apartment because they were driven by the money he flashed on his Instagram account. The defense attorney, Raymond Lovert, asked his client to be released on on her own recognizance, pointing out that Rosario lives with her mom and brother and has a full-time job at a dentist's office. You've got to be kidding me. Judge Soma Saeed cited the seriousness of the charges as she remained remanded Rosario in custody. The case is expected to be presented before the grand jury. So the her her attorney wanted her to get out because she lived with her mom and brother and have a full time job. After she tied up this dude, <laughs> she tied up the dude at, at, at having a hundred thousand dollar ransom. And I don't I don't believe uh, this was uh, random. A random hookup. I believe they knew who the person was, and I'm thinking that the brother was like the the uh, he has money. I'm not gonna say he's a drug dealer, but I'm just gonna say he has money, and that was their way of trying to get to the brother. Because a hundred thousand well, dollars. Lo- yeah, you are about to say the same. Anytime you start talking about a hundred thousand dollars, that means you had to have some type of inside scoop that they got that type of bread. Yes. Uh, and then just because he flashed money on Instagram, so that means he got a hundred. If he flashed money on Instagram, that that means he got a thousand dollars to be giving you. People are stupid. You go go online and buy fake money that look just like real money and flash that shit on the screen. Exactly. Yeah, I believe it's the brother is the one that had money, and that was their way of trying to get get to get to uh get to that brother's money by torturing torturing the, uh his brother. And that girl right. said, "Come on, good good looking good looking uh uh young lady." She said, come over and get that. The one one AM, it has booty call hours. And ain't nothing on. Ain't nothing on TV. You can't well, I know New York is a city that never sleeps, but I'll be sleeping at one AM if I was in New York City. <laughs> but the thing is, she's a dumbass because she, you, you got an address, you got a phone number, you got like uh, I don't know, like emails, you got IP uh addresses, is all the stuff that 
once you you get away, they're coming for you. They know who you are. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that that wasn't random. A hundred grand? No. All right, next story. We got a Navy sailor, 28-year-old 20, Tyler Jenkins, allegedly kills wife lover in an uncovering affair. Here's the report. Navy sailor is behind bars facing several charges after admitted to shooting his wife's boyfriend three times. Virginia Beach police say it happened Friday on Crystal Lime Place near Town Center. Allison Basil dug through court documents to try and find out what really happened. According to court documents, before his arrest, this man, 26-year-old Tyler Jenkins, said to Virginia Beach police, quote, what am I doing wrong? Did y'all get the gun that I shot him with? Investigators say Jenkins, a Navy sailor, is behind bars for allegedly shooting his wife's boyfriend Friday night. It all happened inside an apartment on Crystalline Place near Town Center in Virginia Beach. Court documents say Jenkins' wife called 911 after the shooting. The victim is 28-year-old Timothy Talley III. Family members say he is also a Navy sailor, but he isn't stationed in Hampton Roads. Documents say Jenkins' wife told police she was engaged in a sexual act with Tally at the time of the shooting. She told investigators she feared for her life because she believed Jenkins tried shooting at both of them. Once police arrived, documents say Jenkins admitted he fired three shots at Tally and told investigators where to find the gun. On Facebook, several friends and family members of Tally are posting about him. Jenkins' preliminary hearing is set for May 12th. He faces charges of second-degree murder, attempted malicious wounding, and gun charges. In Virginia Beach, Allison Basil, 13 News Now. Court documents show that Tyler Jenkins started in the Navy in 2014. Well, here's the question. Isn't that a crime of passion? Uh, I guess. Because I'm... I'm almost on the on the uh, the husband side because I'm like I, I was asking the same thing. What did I do wrong? Can't just kill somebody banging your wife in your crib. Yeah, but he like I said before, he could have said that uh, I'm thinking someone was attacking my wife. I hear all this hooting and hollering. I'm thinking like he was raping her or something. So she I yelling for help. <laughs> she ain't fighting him off or yelling for help. She probably got a damn butt in the air or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I probably would like I, like I told you before, I probably would have done the same thing. If I walk in and see something like that, I'm letting it rip. Exactly. Because you know I, mean? I got I got pictures on the wall. You know, there's a man in this house. Oh, yeah. You're going to know if somebody in there or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but the, the clothes, the clothes, yep. not the, the clothes and everything. And like you said, pictures and all that stuff. You know, with somebody else living in there, I, that that's no excuse. That's no excuse playing, for my man. Yep, You're playing with fire. Yeah, and for y'all young men like this, if y'all want to do some dirt like that, don't never go to the woman's house. Never go to the woman's house. You don't know. People get off of work early. People will get off of work early. People uh, don't work that day, and y'all ask me over there. And when y'all uh, in there in there getting hot and heavy or whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it, you're not going to hear anything. All you're going to hear is that door open and, and, and uh, shotgun blast. <laughs> you ain't going to hear. You ain't going to hear shit. So don't ever go to the house. It, there's hotels. What was you about to say? No, I ain't seen nothing. It just fucked up because there's a military. And I didn't confirm or not if the guy was in the military or not. I think he was. They they said he was. They sure. both they, they both were in the Navy, right? Yeah. Yeah, they both were in the Navy. But they didn't know each other. Supposedly they didn't know each other. 
So shout out to her. Yeah, uh, even 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 if even if you you don't know each other, if this person is not living in the barracks, if he's living in housing, that means he's probably married. They don't just give housing to single soldiers. That's for the families. So he right. knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Well, at least she uh, was supporting our servicemen. I mean, hey, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be like laughing. I said. Uh, like I said, uh, Navy don't really count for us anyway. Unless you're oh, that's bullshit. Well, they say Army. <laughs> they say Army, Air Force, <laughs> Navy, and Marines. That uh, was yeah. That's what they commercial. They talking about, about yeah. They talking about Navy SEALs. No, they wasn't. They just said Navy. They ain't say anything I about know. no damn SEALs. <laughs> we look. We look at the Navy just like we look at the Coast Guard. Oh my goodness, man! They ain't, they ain't real, huh? Huh? No, I mean, hey, not the same. Were they on a boat for most of their uh, deployment? Yeah, a whole bunch and, of dudes on a boat. Yeah, and now see, now you trying to be funny with that little <laughs> line you just said there. I'm just saying. And then you got the you got the 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 army versus navy game. So what you got to say about that if they not real? And they probably kick our butt all the time because we don't care about no football. We we, we handle business on the field. A bullshit. And you know that's bullshit. Huh? <laughs> that's bullshit. The army, they do the care. Army's the first, first no, 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 not that part. That not that into... part. Not that part. I'm talking about the part you said that they don't care about football. They don't care about that shit. Yes, they do. That's like uh that's like drilling ceremony. When I went to uh boot camp. Everybody, uh, platoons was learning drill and ceremony and stuff. And they was, my drill sergeant was like, I don't care that shit. Y'all don't even know how to shoot. So we came in damn near last place every time in a drill and ceremony. That's when you do the movements with the guns and all that, if you didn't know. Yes. And he, we didn't really practice that much. So we looked at like trash when it came time to do it, but he didn't care. <laughs> as long as when it came time to shoot and, and, and do like fucking land navigation and shit like that, we was on point. That's what he worried about. Uh-huh. <laughs> so y'all just did half a work, huh? No, that's not half a work. Yes, it did, because you 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 lost we did you the, said you didn't do the um we did the we did the drill the real shit, not the playing around shit. Uh-huh. Some shit pop off. Don't nobody care if you know how to dance with a rifle in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next report. Shout out to uh, I didn't send you this one. Shout out to uh, Tariq Nasheed because he's the only one I heard talking about it. And um, this is like how we talked about the True True Colors Brewery. The, the brewery mm-hmm. had never made a dime, but uh, yeah. the dude got killed in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that story should have been uh, uh, more more uh, well-known also. This story should be more well-known. I don't know if they talked about it on the news or not, but uh, Tariq is the only person I heard talking about it. So, so shout out to Tariq Nasheed. So we have Mason, Tennessee, a town in Tipping County with a population of 1,500, and according to Wikipedia, is 68% black with a median income of $40,000. Mason located within five miles of the future site of Blue Oval City, a $5.6 million investment, the Ford Electric truck and battery plant that represents one of the largest manufacturers investment in state's history. So... They want to, uh, okay, now you see, now as you see, that's a small town, uh, and it's mostly black, so you know, most of the, most of the, um, their, their government or their councilman, I don't know what you want to call them, I guess you would say councilman, most of them are, are black, 
So Tipping County is like a white county, uh, a majority white county. So they want to take control. All of a sudden, they want to take control over Mason because of that new plant coming. Because, you know, that plant is five miles from from uh, Mason. So, you know, uh, uh, a lot of things will probably go up. Housing, housing is going to go up. It's mm-hmm. going to de- it's going to definitely be more people going to be living there. If that plant is supposed to be a gigantic plant, I think it's supposed to have 26,000 people working there. So, you know, if they go there, they're going to want to live in, in, in Mason because it's five miles from where they work. So everything mm-hmm. is everything is going to go up and in Tipping County, the white people want the town, want the town under them. So here's a, a news report about it. This is one of the first uh, videos It's the news report about it. After months of back and forth between the city of Mason and the state's controller, a resolution could be coming. It hurt us, you know, and um, I am saddened by the fact of how they're doing it. A spokesperson with the Tennessee Comptroller Office tells WREG they intend to take over Mason's financial operations by the end of the week. This decision comes after they urge Mason to give up its charter and become a part of Tipton County government. City leaders declined, so now their finances will be managed by the state. With them coming in to take over the finances, as I stated earlier, it can cause a hindrance to us for his moving business. Tennessee's controller came to this decision after they say they uncovered years of money mismanagement. Opportunity will pass it by because outside companies, outside groups aren't going to want to invest in a community where they know there's a the history of mismanagement. This bullshit. Mason says close to where Ford's Blue Oval City will be built. For local resident Richard Mulberry, who owns several properties in the city, he supports the state's decision and hope it leads to change. If the county took over... Of course you do, because you own property there. You, your property, everything's going to grow up. They would at least mm-hmm. take you to the streets, you know. Our taxes wouldn't be as high. We wouldn't be paying out all that we're paying here. But nothing in return. What are we getting in return? Over the years, city leaders say they have made improvements to its finances. Despite the state stepping in, Rivers say this is far from over. If we have been here all this time, we can still thrive in Mason. And regards to how we look now, doesn't mean that's how the outcome going to be. But we got to stand together. Reporting in Mason, Jordan James, WREG, News Channel 3. By the way, the town of Mason plans to send a letter to the Tennessee Comptroller, hoping both sides can meet soon. More information from the controller is expected to be released sometime this week. Um, and here's the uh, the, the um, Tibbon County controller. I think he's a controller, Jason Munpower. Some reporter had uh, a call to him like they do, did back in the day, like they'll see them walking, uh-huh. their book came around and asked Run him up for you. Yeah, so he got ran up on, and here's here's his uh, statements. City, four miles from where the four plant's going to be, that's potentially going to lose their charter. How does that get justified, and what is the situation with the finances specifically? 20 years of poor financial management in Mason. What we're trying... Okay, now, it's 20 years of poor financial mismanagement. Okay, there's 20 years. Well, what happened 10 years ago? Why you didn't step in 10 years ago? <laughs> Why you ain't step in 15 mm-hmm. years ago? Why you ain't stepping five years ago? Five years ago. Exactly. They know that that money and that town is going to be coming and they want a piece of it. That's what it's about. I'll I'll continue on. ...to do is help them get on track so that they can benefit from all the development that's coming to their area. 
And why is this becoming a situation now? Well, it's been a been a situation for 20 years. Right, but why are you leaning on them now? Well, it's just become it's just become untenable, and they've never had an opportunity to. Tax-paying citizens have never had an opportunity like they do now. It's for their own good? It's for the good of the tax-paying citizens who are getting nothing for the taxes they're paying. What does that mean, getting nothing? Well, they're getting no services. So when the mayor of a city can't articulate what benefit the taxpayers are receiving from being a city, then it's time to evaluate whether they need to continue to be a city. The timing of it that you're now starting to pressure them right when Ford shows up, it just it starts to look a little more than coincidental. So I'm wondering why suddenly are you taking an interest in Mason? Because if Mason doesn't get their finances in order, the opportunity for development is going to bypass them. That's bullshit. <laughs> the opportunity for development. So the opportunity for oh, 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 by the way, this reporter is actually asking him good questions, too. For neighborhoods to develop. You know, Mason doesn't have a grocery store or a gas station. And the citizens... But you didn't care about all that stuff years ago. Nope. Now, all of a sudden, you take an interest that they don't have a damn gas station? Mm-hmm. They see the come up coming. Exactly. Oh, it's going to be a gas station there. <laughs> and suffer from, <laughs> from not having the ability to to have those things in their communities. If they don't get their finances in order, just as we have done with other communities across the state, the comptroller will have to run their finances for a while. What other communities does that happen to? Jellicoe, Van Buren County, to name a couple. We make a decision about their expenditures. They're feeling bullied, just so you know. I talked to them. So I understand. Okay. I understand. There's a lot of tough decisions that need to be made. But when you can't articulate a single benefit that taxpayers are receiving for the highest municipal taxes paid in Tipton County, you've got to look inward. Yeah, he's full of shit. And he's using yeah. word he's using words like can't articulate. <laughs> the niggas is screwed up for all. The niggas has been fucking up for 20 years. <laughs> now it's time for us to step in. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, this should be be more known. I don't know if the World News talked about it and all that stuff, but this should be known how they want to take over the city just because, take over the town, I'm sorry, just because that uh, Ford plane is coming. And and uh, my man said he, want, he wants the, the, uh, the state to take over because, yeah, you got like four or five properties there. I, I, I'm pretty sure you do. Mm-hmm. All right, now, so now we're going to talk about your boy, your favorite GM, <laughs> Harry Roseman, who got I don't three... have a favorite GM. Oh, you so supporting him this week. No, you I so didn't. supporting him. No, I didn't. The Eagles no, agreed. The, the Eagles... <laughs> The Eagles agreed to a three-year contract extension. The Philadelphia Eagles signed their executive vice president slash general manager to a three-year. What's the, what's a uh, uh, executive vice president in terms of football? I guess he's right under the vice president. Made up shit. Oh yeah, because I'm. I don't know what's the difference between that and a general manager. So, so does the executive vice president already I, go ahead? What was you about to say? I think the executive vice president should be above the general manager, right? Yes, but because it seems like the the executive vice president also has control over 
Well, of course, you know, High Roseman has control over him, but in terms of, of, of the name, the, the office workers also. I can't so, see a president being underneath a, a manager. You know what I mean? Right. So so he, it seems like he has control over the, the office staff. Now, the general manager, he has control over the players. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. Well, they signed him to a three-year contract extension, according to our boy, Jimmy Kemsky of Philly Voice. It shouldn't be difficult to have mixed feelings for <laughs> Roseman or an Eagles general manager. On one hand, he was the architect of the Eagles' only Super Bowl victory, 2018, by the way. He's one of the best GMs in the league when it comes to understanding value and navigating trades. Look no further than the Carson Wentz deal for an example. Many will be quick to point out that Eagles have made the playoffs in four of the last five years. On the other hand, some of Roseman's praises go too far. The Eagles are 18th in point differentials and 19th in winning percentage since raising the Vince Lombardi trophy. Thank you for that, that uh, line there. And this is while benefiting from playing in arguably the worst division in the NFL. Their last 48 games outside of the NFC East, the Birds are just 19 for 29. The Eagles are currently in four-year stretch without a top 10 overall DVOA finish. I think DVOA is when they um, – statistics for like every play or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Say it again. What's the initials? The DVOA. Where I think it's like statistics for every every play that happens, uh, something of that mad of that. Uh, oh, that's tough for me. I don't I don't know that term. Yeah, that's the first time I heard it too. But I think it's I think that's what they do is like a um. Uh, every play is like some form of statistic, which the first time has happened since 1984 to 1987. The Eagles have just four playoff wins and Roseman eleven years as a GM and an overall record of a hundred ninety-two on one. That's shitty. There's a there's a sense that Roseman and the Eagles pointed in the right direction after the quality of the 2021 season. Perhaps that's the case. Armed with three first round draft picks in the 2022 draft, there's an opportunity for Roseman to build to another legitimate contender. Now, now uh Okay, three. I, I would have waited. I would waited to the end of the season because mm-hmm. um, to see how he's doing with these draft picks. Then, then if, if everything work out well, then you get a contract extension. I think it's way too early to give him a three year deal now. It's way too early. Okay, go ahead. What's your and see when you say I support well with me and Howie Roseman, like I don't feel either way, good or bad. Like if they if they. Waited, okay, cool. If they didn't, it's only three years, okay. If they fired him, okay, like it wouldn't hurt me either way. You know what I mean? What I'm mm-hmm. saying is, if you're gonna bring up his his a lot of his negatives, you also got to weigh the goods. And to me, he's like right there in the middle of 50 50, 50 percent good, 50 percent shitty. You know what I mean? Well, it can be after oh. they got a two two a 19 and 29 record in the last 48 games. And his his overall record as a GM is 192 on one. And I know that you say that the GM shouldn't have a one being involved in a one loss record, but he's in charge of the personnel, so he should be. I've never heard I've never heard any other organization talk about their general manager's win loss record except this right now with the Eagles. We okay. never heard about no GM for for the for the Patriots or no GM for the Cowboys or any of these other teams that was winning when they were winning. But now well, people talking about a GM win loss record. 
Jerry Jones is a GM, right? Who? Jerry Jones. No, he's the owner. But don't he, ain't he the GM also? No. So they have a GM? Yeah, they got a GM. Oh, okay. Is it his son? Uh, I don't know. We can probably find out real quick. Let's see for a second. Uh, Jerry Jones. Oh, yeah. Well, it do say yeah. it. It do say it here. Yeah. Owner, president, and general manager. So, in other words, he don't have a general manager. Right. He's just the owner, and he's running everything. And, and you mentioned the Patriots. Uh, they win. So, But I'm pretty sure they talked about the GM on the New York Giants. Man, they don't be talking about no GM. Uh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. He's in charge of personnel, so yes, he's responsible for if the team wins, wins or lose or not. How how can you say he's responsible for a Super Bowl, but you ain't gonna give him a? a, a you can't say his win loss record. It's the same. I'm not thing. saying you can't. What I'm saying is they've never talked about a general manager's win loss record until now with the Eagles. All these other teams, I've never heard of that. Look at look at how long Russell Wilson played for uh, Seattle, and all the mm-hmm. years he got one championship. All them years of Aaron Rodgers played for Green Bay, he got one championship. So their GM must be trash too, then, huh? They only got one championship. Do they have a GM? Isn't the uh no the owners are the are the um the fans are the owners? So I guess they would have a GM. Uh, yeah, do the, do the do the fans get a kickback on the check when the team's uh <laughs> selling mm-hmm. and making money? No. How does that yeah, work? Well, that, but well, that is bullshit. Well, don't they say that? The, the people own the, uh, the team, right? They, they say don't that, have a... but that's bullshit. Because if the well, people own it, the people will be getting a kickback. Well, maybe they do if some you own kind of you make money off. They don't make no money off of that. Maybe they get like a $500 check or something like that. They don't get, no, nah, they don't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, uh, we talk about the Green Bay Packers. Now, explain to me, why in the hell would they trade Devontae Adams? Who in the hell is Aaron Rodgers going to throw it to? Well, and, and that's what I said. I said, if you're going to re-sign Aaron Rodgers to a, a super contract like that, you need his weapon. Why re-sign him and then let his, his number one receiver go? Which is probably the best receiver in football right now. That ain't make no sense. So exactly. now they got they got Lazard as their number one. Mm-hmm. Lazard never even proven to be a number two. So how are you gonna be just bump up the number one? He can't stay healthy and he's not even proven. Well, hell, in terms of receptions, Devontae Adams was first, and the next one it was a was a running back, right? In terms of reception. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they don't have a number, uh, a guy that can really step up. Like, I mean, they're going to have to force somebody to step up. But they never really had like a one-two punch at receiver. They only really had Adams. All these other guys that they had was like role player receivers. Right. Because, uh, see, I thought, well, that's well, also what people said, you know, online or whatever. That when Aaron Rodgers got all that big money up front. Mm-hmm. That you know, you know how uh, you know these guys they 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 maneuver money for the salary cap, right? Like for example, with with the Eagles did with Fletcher Cox, they'll like maneuver money and mm-hmm. do this and that or whatever. And I thought that the reason why they gave him a big guaranteed money was to help Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams was like was only there for a week after he signed that deal. Mm-hmm. Well, they offered because he had a, a player option on his contract when he uh franchise tagged him yeah so whoever uh signed him his what's the, the his uh original team get first right to match that number and he has to stay with his team right but he said but he said he didn't want to play with green bay no more 
No shit. See, I thought that's the reason so, why why Aaron Rodgers resigned because you know that's supposed to be his boy or whatever. And I thought they had worked all that shit out. Maybe, but he didn't want to be there no more. That's just the bottom line. And they said they offered more than the team that got him. What team got him? Cleveland uh, or Ve- Vegas? L.A. Yeah, Vegas. Well, whatever they off Green Bay offered, it was a lot more than what Vegas gave them. Mm-hmm. They didn't say the number, but they were talking about it on the radio. Now, has Deshaun Watson officially gone to Cleveland? I think so. Or maybe they're already waiting for the draft to do all no, that No, no, shit. no. I think he already got traded because they, they showed like what he got traded for and all that shit. And they said his $230 million is all guaranteed. Ooh, shit. Good move by Cleveland. But the bad thing with Cleveland did is they got rid of their damn receivers. They got rid of all of them, too. Right, right. Just to help out Baker. That's what now, that was all now, about. Now, now Baker, Baker demanded a trade, and they said no. So you're gonna have Baker. So you're gonna have Baker and Watson on the same team. Well, I, I'm assuming they're going to battle. They're going to battle for uh, who's the because you know, uh, can you depend on Deshaun Watson who's been out a year to be an automatic starter of the team? Yeah, you can. You think so? Over Baker, Baker is garbage. What do you have? Seventeen touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. Yeah, he throws a and lot of like, interceptions. This is like what his, his his fourth year or something. Like you supposed to be over that crack. Yeah, yeah. One one good year in four years. Yep. And all the weapons they kept putting around him, they put like three good running backs, two good tight ends, two good receivers, and he couldn't do nothing with it. Yep. And and Odell was supposed to be in garbage and all that stuff. But yep. here he go to he go to uh, L.A. and win a championship. Mm-hmm. And, and the and same. Go ahead. I was going to say the same way Odell dad made that video about all the times he was open and Baker missed him. Mm-hmm. I bet you. Uh, what's the other receiver name? I bet you he could do the same thing. Uh, uh, Landry. Laurent, yep. uh, Landry. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's a slot. He's a slot guy. Slot guy's supposed to be getting those targets, and he still wasn't getting his targets. And, and, and what's the name? Baker can't throw. Baker's a little guy, and he can't throw. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, okay, let's talk about quarterback and trade. Your old boy Carson Wentz had that one year in Indianapolis and completely fell to the last now, now, you know damn well he was never my boy. <laughs> and, uh, and those last, what, two or three games? I, I could have sworn they was going to make it to the playoffs. It was in the driver's seat. There's no way they should have missed those playoffs. <laughs> Thanks to him. And now, you, look at his, you look at his numbers, you say, well, damn, he had an R year. But, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's yep. like Fugazi and shit. Yep. Because when it came at, time to close, they was two bum-ass teams at the end of the season. All they had to do was win one of them. Yep. Yep. Because if you look at his stats, you say, oh, yeah, he's, he had a good year until until you see the last, what, two or three games mm-hmm. and all of them interceptions he threw. Because yep. that's what most of his interceptions came from, those last three games. Three games mm-hmm. or two games, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, Philip, you'll be facing him two times because he's signed to the uh, Washington Commanders. Now, what are your thoughts for, for that? Ain't nobody worried about Carson Wentz. <laughs> he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. If you put a little pressure on him, he do the dumb shit. Yes. Yeah. He he do that. I try so much to win. Yep. And he hold when, the ball so long. He, when he was here on our team, I said the same thing. And then he went to L.A. And did uh, not L.A. Uh, where did he go? Uh, In Naples. Yeah. He went there and did the same thing. He just hold the ball so long. He gets sacked. Mm-hmm. Like, God yeah. damn, if ain't nothing there, throw that shit away. Exactly. Well, going back to uh, Harry Roseman, now he said that Jalen Hurts was safe, 
come to find out that they were trying to trade for Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson didn't didn't want to uh, remove his tr- no trade clause to come to Philadelphia. So what are your thoughts for with that one? Well, Russell said it was two teams in the league y'all can't trade into. It was like Cleveland and Philly or Washington and Philly. So mm-hmm. no matter what, he didn't want to be here. But the thing is, if you say, okay, this is my guy, but you see another guy that's on a on a market, why not make a bid if it's a, a major upgrade? You know what I mean? But is it a major upgrade? I think so. I mean, I like I like Hurts. I like to give Hurts one more year. See see some improvement. Now, if you don't prove, then it's the time to look for some. But right. the one year he played good, he played good. He played solid. So now he should improve on that year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And Russell, Russell already hit his peak, so he's on a he's on the downside of his career. And that's why Seattle like unloaded him and got rid of everybody else that was on the team, the veterans and stuff. They're ready uh-huh. to just start over now because they can win and they can make the playoffs, but they don't have enough to get them over that hump to get to the Super Bowl. Right. Right. And also, uh, well, the rumor was they also was the Eagles was in a Deshaun Watson hunt. Is that mm-hmm. true? Well, they when when the, when the story first came out that uh, Watson demanded a trade, the Eagles was one of the teams that inquired about it. Mm-hmm. But that when we was in we was in the Watson thing, that was before Hertz uh, played this year. Yes, yes, but I just can't see. But the thing about uh, Harry Roseman or any other GM, is they shouldn't be talking about, yeah, this is my quarterback, and I'm staying with him and still doing right. trees behind his back. Right. You should just never say anything about it. They say, like, mm-hmm. well, look, I wouldn't just even mention I'd just be like, well, like, no comment or whatever. Or, yeah, or, or do it in a or, fancy way. Yeah, or you can say, like, they say, like, well, is, is Jalen Hurts your starting quarterback for next year? I'd be like, uh, we got three quarterbacks on my roster right now, and he's the starter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. That's an easy way to say he's the front runner for who I got. Exactly. Now, if something else come along, then hey, you know what I mean. Should change. Right now, supposedly uh, uh, Jalen Hurts was mad and removed uh, Philadelphia Eagles from his Twitter because that's what um, we have to go by now. When a guy gets mad, they'll remo- remove their uh, name of the team and all that shit, like Kyler Murray did with the uh, Cardinals. <laughs> I didn't hear Jalen Hurts did that. I heard about Colin Murray, but I didn't hear Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they said he removed it from uh, removed it from Twitter. I don't know if he brought it back or not. I'm not sure. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, because he he was mad at well when it came to find out that they was trying to get Russell Wilson. He, well, this this these uh new age dudes. That's how they feel. Like it's a job. It is what it is. They got to think about the organization first. Look at Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield put a goodbye letter to the fans, and he's still on the team. Yeah, they won't yeah. even trade his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, like I said, Kyle Murray removed, removed all that uh, Cardinal shit, and uh, they had to go and talk to him and all that shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I would just think it would be funny. If that Kyle was feelings and shit. That wouldn't bother me if I was the organization. Me well. Exactly. I'm like, okay, like, what is he going to do? He's going exactly. to have to play or stay home, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and he fucked up during the last. He had a a, a but he made the playoffs, but he fucked up during the last couple of games too. Yeah. He was like a runner for the MVP. They was like the, he was the a runner for the, for the he was a runner for the MVP, and they was one of the uh, favorites to come out of the NFC. Yep. And he shit the bed. <laughs> 
Now, uh, we see our Sixers. They still on the road. Do you want to have anything to comment about the um, the Sixers? Um, I like I like the way that uh, Embiid is balling. Even though he been him he been having some bad shooting nights, he been getting mm-hmm. a lot of free throws. So that's cool because that keeps the other team in foul trouble. And since you're a good free throw shooter, you can make those. James Harden, he had one good game in the last four games. So he need to get back on the road. I don't I like when he shoot the ball less than uh 15 times and still get over 20 points. Right. And his thing is when he shoot real bad, he don't even get assists no more. He just be like, fuck it. I ain't getting no rebounds. I ain't playing no defense. <laughs> I ain't getting no assists. You know how some players would be like, you know what, I'm off, so I'm gonna do something else to help us yeah. win. He don't do yeah. that shit. If he off, he he just be like, fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Now, so far on uh, March the 20th, 2022, are you signing Harden to a, a max extension? He probably not even going to sign here. I don't think so either. Because that's I, what I said. I said, and everybody like, oh, he going to sign. He going to sign. Well, if he going to sign, what he waiting for? Exactly. He, he's, they say he he wanted to be here since last year. He got mm-hmm. his he, he got his uh, general manager that he wanted to play for, that he won MVP under. So what's the hold up? He's waiting to see how this year pan out. And if yep. he get knocked off in the second round, he's going he gonna to be out. You watch. That's the same thing we were saying to Chick. Because yep. uh, that doesn't make no sense for me to for, – if I'm James Harden, that don't make no sense for me signing a, ma- a, a max extent, a max deal mm-hmm. for, what, two or three months? When yep. I can, In two or three months, I can go to any team I want to and still get the same deal. Yep. So that don't make any and see, sense. And that's, that's the reason why I was trying to say it wasn't a good trade because we gave up a lot to get James Harden with no guarantee that he's going to be here after next year. Like, it's one thing if you say, all right, I'm going to trade. You know how the NFL do it when you trade somebody like that, but it's under uh, conditions where uh, it's a trade and sign. I'm going to trade for you, but right now you need to sign this contract saying exactly. you want to extend. Right. You know what I mean? So that way you make the trade, you get your player, and you also got him for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Well, Harden ain't had to sign nothing. He just We got him for the end of this year, and then that's it. That don't make no sense. Right. So let's go on to TV movie talk. Philip, how did you think about this think about this last episode of Power? I just watched it today. Uh I think it's uh it's comical and it's like some yes. a lot of bullshit. I, I think like it's so damn bullshit. I think it's so damn stupid that the uh they they holding the uh <laughs> Oh my god, that, that was driving me crazy. You talking about the doctor? <laughs> yes. Science, you call it. Yeah, they holding her against her will. She gotta stay in the lab 24-7. Can't have a social life. Can't go out. Can't go to work. Like, what kind of shit is that? Mm-hmm. And you also notice that they just they kill people, and it, they're just like no like uh, investigation. Uh, exactly, snooping around. Right. So yep. he kills two of uh, Flynn's men, and it's just like, oh well, and like yep. he just like go on like ain't nothing ever happened. Come and go. Ain't nobody saying all oh, the cops outside or nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. And she and uh, the girl, what's the uh the the pound puppy's name? Uh, Scar. She goes on a date with the. <laughs> and, and that was funny too, because when she said she was going, I thought she'd have been at another table, just keeping an eye on her. She's right. sitting there right at the date with him, and she's like, "What the hell is this?" Right. And then if that was in real life. You'd be like, you know what? I'm cool. I, I want to. I'm supposed to have a date with this girl. She brings some scarred up girl on a date with us. You know what I mean? Right. And how about how she had called and told her work that she was uh, feeling under the weather? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. And uh, well, you see, our boy Freddie Gibbs uh, had a little little uh, cameo. 
And right, is, I, I said that to Shay. She was like, I don't know. I said, like, yeah, he, he's a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, why did the young man turn turn on the, the uh, dreadlock? Uh, the two young, young man. Yeah, how did he turn on? I don't know. That was stupid. I thought that was stupid. He just, yeah, he just punched. First, the boy just ran up and punched him in the back of the head for no reason. Talking about he all on social media. What are you talking about? Right. And then the boy pull out a gun ready to kill you. Like that was that that was stupid and didn't make sense. Right. And then they talking about the deal and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, the other young man like, no, that's my deal. That's my family member. So they asked him. It's like they, 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 uh, well, they want, of course, you know, they want him, the, the, the kid to find the, the well, he already knows, but he, they want to be out in the open. Like he'll roll with Tommy and his, and his father. So uh-huh. they trying to, they trying to bring that along way too fast. Right. That's what I say about this writing. Now y'all think that uh, Ghost is they Ghost is alive and they doing this and that, but in terms of listening, looking at this writing, I don't see that they even think like that. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Even with the drug, I thought Tommy would tell the boy like, "This is my shit." You know what I mean? I'm working on something. No, no, I I didn't think so because remember he wanted to keep it uh, keep it separate because uh, remember he 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 uh, disassociated himself with. the 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 black eye and the and the and the Flynn. So uh I think he wanna do this on the side because he don't want nobody to know. Cause they'd be like, oh man, well look, I'm in. Well you see he got mad when uh the, the Flynn was in the uh the club. Right. Yeah, so no, I didn't think I no, I didn't think he was going to tell him that, yeah, man, that's mine. You want cause the 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 guy was like, Well look, I want in or whatever. Well you owe me for doing such and such and you know, you know how what people would do. Mm-hmm. I just thought he would have been like, yeah, that's something I'm working on. But they shouldn't have let it hit the streets the way they let it hit so hard and it wasn't right. ready. Right. Oh, it was also stupid of how um how Tommy wanted him, how Tommy wanted the pharmacist to make it cheaper, cheaper quality. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she make it cheaper cheaper quality in what, two days? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then like you you want me to actually snort that stuff in my, in my <laughs> And I'm sorry. Also, I don't want no uh, no doctor to to test her supply like that. And, and that's another thing. If she was fear for her life and the way they strong armed her, why didn't she just put some poison in there so when they sniff it, they all fucking drop dead? Exactly. And, and then they t- she he was talking to her like they all cool with each other, like they mm. partners, or whatever. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, that's another thing. And Tommy shitted on her too. Uh, that was last week's episode about how. Um, now I would think that they would they would have cut the uh, the doctor in on everything, but he was mm-hmm. like, no, no, yeah. it was just like like treated her like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, look, if I'm doing all this and I ain't, I'm not I'm not a partner, then what am I doing this for? Well, see, that's what I said. If I was her from the jump, I'd have been like, you know what, fuck y'all, if y'all gonna kill me, kill me, but you ain't never gonna know how to make this. You know what I mean? Exactly. A, and now and now, if I want to be down, y'all can sign me as a partner and give me a cut. But I ain't going to be doing this and y'all just strong arming me and making me do it against my will. I'm still going to come and go as I please, but I'm going to still work on it. You know what I mean? Right. And you see how they, they already plotting to kill her or whatever. Yep. Whispering and shit. <laughs> exactly. Much. Uh-huh. So she they can find out that so the, the pound puppy, uh, also known as Scar, can uh, uh find out how to do it and everything. And once they once she gets the hang of it, then the, the doctor is just like, Mm-hmm. In a way, <laughs> right? It's almost like the same thing that happened on Breaking Bad. They had, you know, how they had the doctor in there with the young boy that's supposed to learn how to make it, so then they can kill him. Right. Hmm. Well, uh, did you see Snowfall this week? I did. 
All right. Now, the question to you is, is Franklin's girlfriend, is she a, a CIA agent? I don't think so. They said she was a lawyer and they showed like her being on on a case or something early on and shit. It's just too much talking on the show for me, though. Right. It, it, it almost seems like she's just like doing too much like hood shit, uh, gangster shit. Like right. how she she loaded up the weapon uh, on the last episode before that one. And this episode, it ain't no square. It ain't no square, no good girl, whatever you want to call her. No straight shooter is going to sit around like, look, give me your guns. Mm-hmm. And put it in a purse like right, that. Right, right. And I'm like, oh, she must be some sort of, when I seen that, I'm like, she must be some sort of agent or, or working or something like that. You got the aunt talking to the cops and snitched on a young boy in the, in the project. Yep. You got you got the mom talking to, I don't know who she talking to, but that's above the damn FBI, uh, CIA. Who is that, who's that guy? I, I don't know. Is he like an assassin or some shit? No, he's not. He's uh, above the CIA, though, because they're trying to get bring what's the name down. Right. But so I'm thinking he like, like, I don't know what's, what's above the CIA. I don't know. Uh, is the FBI above the CIA? Or are they the same? No, no, they, uh, I think, I think the CIA is uh, above the FBI. Mm-hmm. But it got to be some other organization, like how he was saying, like Interpol and all this other shit like that. Right. Now, now, how's she going to be, how's she going to tell on him? When uh, the son, she know the right. son is like working with him, head uh, arm in arm with each other, but she don't want to tell on the son. I don't want my son to go down. My family need to be safe, but he's a fucking ringleader. All right, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go back to let's go back to uh, power real quick. Now, now, uh, the brother, the brother got a nice head on his shoulders. Now this girl come out of nowhere and sitting in his seat that he normally sit at. He get to bang her brains out that same night, and now they like in a relationship. Now you yeah. know when somebody just pop up out of nowhere like that, you know something's going on there. Well, she's not. You know, she's not he ain't questioning or checking it out of night. Exactly. Like where are you from? Or nothing like that. No questions like that. Well, yeah. the only only positive thing is she's not a cop. She's a CIA agent. Is she? I mean, I'm sorry, a reporter. I'm sorry. Oh. She's a reporter. I'm sorry. Not, she's doing way too much to be a reporter. Right. <laughs> Fucking dropping it like it's hot just for a story. Exactly. <laughs> now, how did you like this week's Married at First Sight? Um, Married at First Sight. When, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that Elijah he goes way too, too hard. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but why would you even say something like that in the middle of where they all being cool? And maybe she didn't. Maybe she. Well, was that's because that's th- because. Go ahead. Maybe that's because she probably didn't know. Like, what he, but he was sitting right next to her, going through her phone. So why does she have that app on her phone? And then it was like they sitting at the table and they going around asking everybody. So how far? How how's the marriage is going? So that's why he had. To, if he's being honest, he's like. Not good. You know, I, I question the situation. I question if I'm going to say yeah. Because, uh, you know what I mean? He didn't want to say it in front of everybody, but him speculating like that made people say, oh, shit, well, what's going on? Making her say the same thing. So he was kind of in the jam because he, if he say everything going on good, then everybody be like, everything good. But then that night they have it out one-on-one. They were like, damn, they were sitting at the table. Everything was good. So that's why he was like kind of in the middle. Well, you you said yourself that Women are like that with their phones. Don't delete shit. Uh, uh, never, never clear the cash and all that type of shit on their phone. Mm-hmm. So she never deleted it. So she was on the but, shit, but, but she never deleted it. But 
Right. So so those things they they do like uh like Facebook and all of them they track your activity. So mm-hmm. if it, if she ain't been on it in two years, when he clicked on it, he would have saw hasn't been on in two years. So I'm thinking she was on there recently, and that's why he was pissed off about it. Because if he, yeah. if it was said last login two years ago, he wouldn't have been mad. See, I don't think so. I, I'm on her side. I'm thinking that she did. It was on. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that it was she haven't used it in a while. And so well, we said that because I'm pretty sure he clicked on it and it would have said that. And, he, and so for him to be mad like that, that means she must have been on there recently. And, and what's her name? Katina. It's Katina, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. OK. Now, how about the part when uh, she got mad and she started taking off her stuff and she said, well, uh, hurry up and finish. I'm done shooting or you'll see the real Katina. So you've been fake all this time. That's what I said. I said, oh, shit, she's really a ghetto Joe and trying to be nice then. Right. Trying to hold everything in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you want to see the real Katina? I'm like, so that that would that would hurt. That statement right there is worse than having the old app on her phone to me. Because I'm like, well, well, shit, you've been being fake to me. So how are you really? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the other the other brother and, and the girls, they get close sometimes and they go far apart. They get close see, again I think, and they get far apart. See, and, see, I called their situation from the jump. I said she don't really like him. Mm-hmm. So that's why she, whenever he's being like extra nice, she give him just a little bit to make him think he got a chance. You know what I mean? But then when she, talking to, <laughs> but then when she get to talking to people, she be like, I ain't feeling him like that. All but right. you would think like that that night we had or that day we had on our date, you made it seem like that. So she gave him just enough to get him to smile. <laughs> and they haven't had relations yet. No. Now, what about Elijah and Katina? Did you they have drop that yet stuff? Because they ain't happening. Oh. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. She don't like him. She ain't gonna give him none. Now, what about uh, our Asian couple? I don't, I don't remember the names. Uh, the Noe. brother, the guy that don't. Okay, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know the. What's the guy's name? I don't know, Steve or some shit like that. Now you being funny. <laughs> you mean being funny? It's, a, it's like a, it's like a common name. That's why I said Steve. Now she's in love with him. She gave him some. She's so in love, but then she always brings up how he ain't working. Right, right, and, and see that's that's stupid to me too because it, she knew he wasn't working from the door. So why are you falling in love with him if that's a big issue for you? He said he's trying, and it's funny because the same situation has happened with Mark the Shark and his lady. She said, "Look, mm-hmm. take some time, find something you like, and then get the job." Well, that's what that's what a new husband is trying to say. He's saying, "I just don't want to go get a job. I want to find something I enjoy and do that." Right. And he was like, well, how are you going to pay? I don't want to get in the situation where we got a family and we can't pay bills. He's like, well, if I need some money, I'll just tap into my savings. So obviously he got some dough in the bank. He ain't worried about it. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, some people are like that when they have uh, money. They'll sit around. and Well, we talked about before about how some guys will take a year off of work <laughs> and don't mm-hmm. do nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm just Remember when I do you remember when I took that whole year off? Yeah. Cause, cause we went to uh speed dating, and you was uh, sitting there bouncing from table to table, and I was talking <laughs> to one of the girls. And she and she asked me, she said, "Well, well, what, what you do?" I mean, I was still in the military, but I was like, "I ain't got no job." She like, "What you mean you ain't got no job?" And as soon as I said that, I could tell her whole attitude changed, and I was like, "Whatever, I ain't the nice girl." <laughs> but it was the same thing. Like I wasn't trying to work. Like I, 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 I got fired from T. I think that's when I got fired from TSA. Yes. So I still, 
I still was getting my my check from TSA, and then I got a bonus from the military. So I was chilling for like a whole year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, so he what that I, tip. Oh, I, I'm sorry. He got, oh, go ahead. Go no, go ahead. You right? No, I was just gonna say, and I think he in the same boat. I think he got enough bread that he's all right for right now, and he's just not gonna jump and rush into something that he don't feel like he want to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, now talk about uh, Mark the Shark and his lady. I, see, I don't know, like, uh, she must got a good job, but I don't know if if he keeps saying, like, I want to slow down because our real lives got to we got to think about what's going on after this. Wherever he live, he's saying it's like it's far. I don't know if it's far from where she live or the job is far from where he live. I don't know his situation is weird. Mm. But if she's saying, like, don't sweat it, you know what I mean? You can get a job, something that you like. She must got bread and she come right. off like she doing all right. Right. And Mark, she, like I said, you. you Mark, Mark is your boy, but to me, he's a little dirt ball. Yeah, no, he ain't yeah, my boy. Goddamn no, fumigation I, I, suits and all this shit to fucking clean out our apartment. I, I just don't, uh, I just didn't like how, how she talked about, like, hey, I want you to say what your mom say. Why don't you over your moms? Now, she yeah, know when, her moms. When, 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 when people, when people argue, man, they, they take low blows because he said, yeah, go have another drink. And everybody called but, her but drunk. He said it once. He said it after she she said about his mom, and and she and she know his mom. It's his mom, right? That's in a in yeah. a uh, nurse. Okay, mm-hmm. so his mom got issues. She has um, dementia or Alzheimer's. I don't know. Well, I, she has one of those. She and she know his mom isn't right. Why are you mentioning her like that? See, if I was Mark, I'd just my heart battery just turned off by her. Well, I know, but I'll like you know stay in the house. You know they they are mm-hmm. doing the show. They are doing the show. So I stay in the house and all that stuff, but I just be like just totally turned off. I no, you don't do anything. She should have like been that. turned off about him with all them damn fleas and roaches and his bed bugs and shit. And then like like if the role was reversed and that was me, I would never help a girl clean her house out like that. Like she did for him. <laughs> I would you got what in that house? No, nah, I'm not going up in there. And now I'm looking at you like you're a dirty ass pe- person. I don't even want you touching me. <laughs> it's all those cats. That's why fleas and bed bugs and roaches. Like what? How many? He cats? Like he never. He got three six, cats. Right? Oh shit! I thought he had three. Is it three? I don't know. I don't know why I said six. Well, I like well, six. well. Hell, three six. That's still too many. My thing is, what man is going to have yeah. all these damn cats? Can't have all them cats like that. Nah. Huh. They land in the bed and all this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So he must have left town and just left the cats in there by themselves. But they must got like a trap door to leave the house. So that's how they got the fleas. Because you don't just get fleas being in the house. They must be like coming and going. You right. know what I mean? And, and they get the fleas. Mm-hmm. Must have left some food out when he bounced. So that's where the roaches came from. And the bed bugs, I don't know. He's just a dirty ass dude. <laughs> but when they was arguing, that's what she was talking about. All that shit in his crib. Now everybody know he got that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, she also said that he doesn't. She he doesn't satisfy her sexually. If he doesn't satisfy you sexually, why are you still with him? I don't get that. Show sure. exactly like no. If, <laughs> so so only the only couples that's not sleeping together is the two black couples, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and the night before, uh, see, they made it seem like uh, Elijah Wan was the one saying, like, nah, I'm not ready yet. And I said, that's bullshit. He just don't want to put her out there like that. So he's making it seem like he'll, he'll take the fall for that. 
Then you see when he got all drunk, he was all kissing on her and stuff, and then it ain't go as planned. Then he was all mad the next morning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what other uh, TV shows? Um, did I watch anything? I watched Naked and Afraid. It started back up. Mm-hmm. That was a good show. It was a alright show. Um. Oh, by the fact, it wasn't alright. It was a fucked up episode. One of the episodes I watched. You know how as a man and a and a, and a, and a, and a female, and they supposed to be twenty one days surviving. Right. Well, they put a trainee on there. Oh no. So the trainee got boobs, but still got his man parts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. I said, man, I'll leave this show. It ain't gonna set me up like that if I was a dude. Well, how about like the second day, my man act like he passed out and hit his head on a rock. Uh, the, so, the the uh the, the straight the, guy. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> he wanted to so, the fuck up out of there. Yup, yup. <laughs> so they like uh medic, medic, we need a medic here. Here he got like a little fucking shoestring scratch on his head with like a little bit of blood, talking about he hit his head on a rock, he might got a concussion, he gotta go. And that was it for him. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'd have got the fuck out of there too. Like, how can you take somebody serious and talking to him? It's one thing if y'all two naked men and y'all talking, or that's a naked man and naked girl, but you gotta be sitting there talking to a man with boobs with uh but as a female but still got a job. So I was like, nobody wanna deal with that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yup, he oh, fell right on the ground and act like he had a concussion. Oh shit. That show was oh, entertaining. Oh, that's gonna definitely have I gotta look for that because that's gonna definitely have to be on one of these clips we got. <laughs> it's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be I'll I'll say TikTok. He gonna definitely gonna be <laughs> Well, well, he didn't make it seem like that was the reason, but I said that, and, and lo and behold, he did the same thing. He got the fuck out of here. <laughs> he said, what the fuck? I got to be walking around doing shit with this? Oh, no, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Yep. He, did it, he did it in a nice way, too. Good, good move. That's how you do it. <laughs> Somebody hit his head on a rock, and he laid the fuck out. As soon as they put him in that land, me land, took him away. He was sitting there talking and chilling. Yeah, he got a concussion. He can't come back. All this type of shit. So does that mean that the transsexual can't go on? Or no, no, no. They'll finish by themselves. Oh, okay. Now, did the did the transsexual finish? Yeah, she finished. Oh, okay. All right. Anything else? Um, I watched from. I kind of binge watched from. Okay. From uh, what was that about again? It's That's a black um, uh, yeah, a, our, yeah, our brother in a wheelchair from Oz. He liked to uh, start a show. Oh, okay, he's like the uh, sheriff of this town. What happened is like people from all over the world find themselves on this road, and then the road got like a tree in front of it, so they can't pass the road. And then when they finally get around the tree, they keep coming around to the same town, so they stuck in that town. They got to live in that town with the rest of the people that's in the town. But in mm-hmm. that town at night. It's like some fucking ghost zombies or whatever the fuck they is. They roam the streets. So when it get dark, you need to bring your ass in the house. Right. But but they can change into like like the little girl heard her grandma at the window. So her, the, the, the dad, he was at the bar getting drunk and they ain't make it home in, in time. So he had to stay, spend the night at the bar because it was dark outside. He's supposed to brought his ass home. So the, the, the wife was at the house with the daughter and she heard her grandma. So she opened a look, uh, moved the curtain from the window, see the grandma. She like, Hey, hi, let me open the door, let me in, or whatever. And she was like, Grandma, you look a little different. And then the mom could run and like, no, no, get away from that window. And the little girl let the uh grandma in and she got fucked up, her and the mom. 
Oh shit. Yeah. So so when the dad, the morning come, everybody at the house, because they see blood everywhere, they know like fucking the, the shit that got them. Mm-hmm. My man come, my man come home and shit. Fucking uh sheriff slapping him up, like, look at this shit. You a man, you supposed to protect your family. I told you, motherfucker, to lock the uh nail the windows shut. How come you ain't do it? So they got this thing where people fuck up, they put you in this joint. It's like a fucking wooden thing in the middle of town, and they leave you in there at night, and then the monsters come and just fuck you up. <laughs> so so he put they put his ass in there and they tore his ass up. <laughs> it's uh it's entertaining. It's an entertaining show. Mm-hmm. I oh. did also I also watched this John. It was called uh what is it called? The girl at work told me about it. Uh Tinder Swindler. Did you see that? No. Oh shit, you gotta watch that. That was just, it was good. Here this guy was the son of a diamond billionaire. But he's swindling all these thousands of dollars from all these girls. Is this a TV show or like? No, a, it's it's, a, oh. it's one it's one uh, episode. Oh, like okay. One, it's documentary, but it's like one show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he he on Instagram and all these joints. Uh, he got all these pictures. He's flying a helicopter. He got a private jet. His uh his kicker is when he first meet a girl, he be like, yeah, I'm gonna send my private jet to get you and bring you to London or France or whatever for our first date. So these girls be head over heels and they do that shit. Of course, you know, they rock and roll on a first date. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, this dude ain't got no money. He's scamming like shit. He's, got, <laughs> he's scamming one girl, getting all this bread for one girl, the, fl- the front like he got money for another girl, and then and he just juicing everybody. That was right. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them Jones, the bad guy get away at the end, too. <laughs> Check it out when you get a chance, and then we can talk about it. Okay, tender swindler. Any any anything else? Uh, not really. There's another one that they told me to watch too. I didn't watch it yet. It's called uh, something about uh Anna. Something is a doc is a six part series or something. Uh-huh. She was on the she was on the news. She just got deported back to like London or England or something. Oh oh yeah, but she I was doing it. a big time scamming too. Yeah, she was acting like she was like a New York uh, uh socialite or whatever they call. Yeah yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw the girl that plays on on uh, Ozark is this is the star of it. I saw them talking about it on the news on yeah, Friday. They said that they said that's really good too. I didn't watch it yet. Okay. Uh, what about movies? Mm, I ain't really watch. I don't think I watched any new movies. I did put on this movie last night called Gold, but then I like turned it off like halfway through. What's it about? It's like uh, you know how they do like the uh apocalyptic future was all dusty like Mad Max type June. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy, uh, he's supposed to be meeting this this other guy in the town to pick him up to take him to the city to get a job. So when a guy pick him up to take him to the job, they he do something to the car. I think it overheat in the middle of the desert or something. So he like walking around. He finds some gold, but it's too big to pick up. So he's like, one of us got to stay with the gold. The other one got to like walk to town or get the car fixed to get in the town. But we got to stay with this. This is all gold, man. Like, we're going to be rich. And it's like, I guess, like a real big-ass piece underground. So they, like, dig it up, put it around. A, they got the car running again, I guess, after it cooled off as it overheated. Right. And they, like, tied the piece of gold to the car to try to pull it out of the ground. But it's just too heavy. So they're like, yeah, I'm going to go back. And I'm going to get, like, an excavator or something. The guy say, you got to stay with it. So while he's staying with it, I guess he somebody else come along and see him out there. Like, what you doing out here, this and that? So he's trying to, like, keep it hush-hush. Like, just leave me alone. I'm all right. You sure you can get your ride back? Like, all on that shit. Then mm-hmm. hyenas coming out at night trying to fuck him up. It's like, all, all this shit. He just surviving. But he on his phone. He talking to the dude like, yo, man, it's been six days now. Where you at? Where you at? Oh, shit. 
Yeah, so the guy never came back for him. But I'm thinking the guy trying to get him killed, like weigh it out until he get killed out there in the middle right. of nowhere. Uh-huh. And then I can come back and just get the gold for myself. Right. So it looked kind of decent. I, I just put it on like last night. I put it on like 12 midnight. Then I stopped it like halfway. I was like, well, right, I'm going to come back to this. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Nah, not really. Uh-huh. You watch anything? Yeah, well, I saw the Batman. Uh, good movie. Three hours long. A lot of dialogue. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? On a scale of one to ten, I'll give it about a seven and a half. Okay, so I'll watch it. So you give it, it it's it's like a, a well. Word on the street said that uh, HBO Max it was supposed to be on HBO Max like in April. Yeah, that's what they said on the internet. I don't know if it's true or not. Mm. But uh, it's it's like if you went to like murder mysteries and who done it, it's more on that vein more than like a superhero movie because he's like his utility belt isn't up up to uh, what you know known as, and his Batmobile is just like a regular car that's like souped up because mm-hmm. he's like just starting out, so he right. don't have that. He, they said like it's the second year of being Batman or something. Yeah, it's his second year, so he's he's um. So it's like, you know, cause he got stuff that's like, he's just like starting out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, don't, don't expect no high tech, uh, stuff and everything. So he's known as the world's greatest detective, you know, Batman, he always says the world's great detective. So he's like using his detective skills. Okay. So if you went in that thing and, and yeah, I know, I don't know if, uh, well, you know, a lot of kids like Batman, I don't know if a kid's going to like this movie. Cause there's a lot of dialogue in there. The movie's three hours long, so it's a lot of dialogue, mm. a lot of talking, and 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 uh, him trying to solve the crime and all that stuff. Right. But, so that's probably what killed me. That three hours. Yeah, it's, I like it's, to put movies on at night, but I can't be putting on a three hour movie at night. Yep, it's like three hours and like seven to eight minutes. It's very long, mm-hmm. very long. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good though. It's good. It's good. Um, what else? I what else I looked at? Oh, I looked at this uh, movie called Farming. Farming is um, now. Do you remember BC from Oz? Are you saying Foreman? Farming. F A R. You heard about it? Are you saying Farming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I never heard of it. No, I know you talking about BC. Yeah, from Oz. So it's kind of like his life story. Uh, uh, it's starring our our boy. Um, uh, what's our boy Franklin's real name? Is uh Idris? Is it Idris? Uh, yeah. uh, okay. Well, it stars him. So and and um, Kate Beckinsale is in it also. So it's about okay. Now back in like the sixties or seventies, they did this thing called farming, which is Nigerian parents uh, send send their kids to uh to the uk for money mm-hmm. they were they it's almost like an adoption type of thing so you can imagine what these people done do do to these kids when they get there right so so atabisi is in it also i don't know atabisi's real name i'll just call him atabisi atabisi is mm-hmm. in is the father of of uh idris so kate Beckinsale is the mom uh, watch she got like five or six kids that they so get Kate Beckinsale is the one that's uh adopting a kid or yeah well you getting a kid farming yeah farming the kid they like well look take care of the kid and we'll pay you such and such okay 
and but she got like five of them, and they like clean and 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 cooking all that stuff. And she taught him how mm-hmm. to steal, how to steal, and everything like that. So he's he feels like an outcast. So um, he gets beat up by these skinheads, right? So uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, to make a long story short, he becomes a skinhead. Yes, Idris. Idris is. Yes, he's a skinhead. He dressed like him. <laughs> he dressed like him and everything. And oh, it's a uh, the teacher. The teacher. She's an. Uh, I don't know her real name. She has a, a, a African name. She's also British. Um, I can't remember anything that she's. She was in. You didn't watch Low Key, did you? No. Okay, she's in Low Key, and you don't watch the 007 movies. The, the, I, oh. I watched a few of them. Did you watch the last one? No. Okay, she's in that. Uh, that's the only thing I know she's in. But if you see her face, you're going to say, oh, I know who this is. She's the teacher. So, okay, now she's like uh, uh, biracial. And mm-hmm. and uh, Idris is in class making fun about how black she is. And she kicked him out. <laughs> so... So she sees some rolling. He's like a a good artist and all that stuff. He's like a kid with potential. So uh, she sees she sees some rolling with with the skinhead. So she trying to talk to him, and they have beat her up. So uh, they're going around robbing people and and all that stuff, beating people up. So they got in a fight with a rival gang unit, a rival skinhead gang. I don't know how in the world you could be skinheads and rivals with each other, but hey, look. So uh, they all out outside in this field. They all ready to rumble or whatever. So they made the, the black guy go out and fight all the group, group of guys. <laughs> and, of course, you know, he get his ass beat up or whatever. So to make a long story short, I don't know if he killed the uh, – they never said we, – well, he stabbed the uh, the, the leader of, of his uh, skinhead group. They never said he killed him or not. But uh, I know he he was just stabbed and laying on the ground. They never mentioned that he died or anything. So mm-hmm. uh, he got locked up for all the stuff that he was doing. And the teacher was there and like taught him how to like you know do his work and all that stuff. And he became mm-hmm. a lord. He became a lawyer at the end. Oh, mm-hmm. and Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale was like an evil parent, but she came along mm-hmm. at the, at the end. Like she showed like she really cared and all that stuff. And he became a doctor. He became a lawyer. At the end, well, Adebisi is a, a lawyer for real. Is this a true story? It's it's loosely based on Adebisi's life. He he wrote it and directed it too, by the way. Okay. And so he's a lawyer. He became a lawyer for real, and he's a um. I think he got a one of them uh, honorable doctorate degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's about his uh, life story and everything. He joined the skinhead. I cannot see Adebisi as a skinhead. <laughs> Yeah, I'll check it out. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Farming, I give it a, a six, six and a half. Something that if you want to look at look at something on the weekend, you want doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of now that I looked at. Yeah. Well, I already told you about the Bel Air uh show. The Bel Air show. Yeah, you told me enough not to watch it. That's what you told me. <laughs> what I tell you not to what, what are the reasons? <laughs> Jeffrey the butler is a fucking fixer. Yeah, he's like Ray Donovan. Like, uh, he's like, yo, look, go talk to him or go watch him. And he'll like fix situations out. Yeah, he ain't no butler. <laughs> the 12 year old is gay. 
Yeah, and the girl. Keep in mind, I'm like two episodes behind. Uh, the mm-hmm. so the girl, the girl, she like, like she thinks Will Smith is so dope. Well, his name is Will Smith on the show. Was was his name Will Smith on on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air? I don't know. It was Will. I yeah, I know it was Will. Using the last name like that. Yeah, me neither. And well, he's Will Smith on there. Well, she likes the the little twelve year old girl thinks Will Smith is so dope or whatever. So now, uh, little Ashley is so heartbroken that that the girl she like like uh Will. <laughs> <laughs> so um um Carlton, did I tell you that he snorts uh, Adderall? No, you t- yeah. told me Carlton's ex girlfriend is Will's best friend. Yeah, that's like well, they kissed uh on the last episode I looked at. And uh yeah, they first she didn't want to do anything with him because that was Carlton's Carlton's cousin. So they were just like cool with each other, you know, hang around and talk. They they can relate because both of them weren't from uh they came both of them weren't from, you know, the places where the kids that went to high school with they went to high school with was from. Mm-hmm. So they they kinda, you know, had something in common there. So that's the reason why they talked. But it wasn't really like a relationship thing. It was like a friendship thing or whatever. And so the last episode, mm-hmm. they had they had kids, so I don't know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and also uh Aunt Viv. So Aunt Viv is an artist. And uh, uh, Michael Eli is that his name? You, the, you know the guy that nice was in the with the blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. he's he's like a um he has an artist uh, uh a studio or whatever, and he wants her in the studio. So they like kind of sort of flirting with each other, and so uh, the father seen it, and and uh, he told Jeffrey to uh, uh, watch him. Jeffrey the Fixer. <laughs> yeah, that's, too, that's too much for me. I'm cool. <laughs> Go ahead and watch one episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they shot it here. The first episode. You might like the first episode because the ma- majority of it was, was based here. They were shooting around your way. Well, your old, yeah, they're shooting around your old way. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so that's it. Um, I, there's another movie that I'm almost finished watching, but I'll save that for another time. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to us. You can reach us on Facebook and Twitter at PNL Judgmentals, uh, Instagram at the two underscores Judgmentals, uh, TikTok also at PNL Judgmentals, and you can email us at PNL Judgmentals at gmail.com. So, all right, Phil, thank you. All right, everybody, peace out. I can tell you're mad at me just by how your face look You can check the status on my level, not my Facebook Comments on my photos, that's why I stay on the low low Most of y'all is associates, so I be on my dolo Hold up, walk that wall, hold the phone You think all I do is rap, I can do it on my own That's why I produce the track, don't wonder where my crew is at They'll be back, niggas see me walking on the block And look like, who is that, who is that People always wanna know where my friends is at Like we attach, I I don't need no crew to produce the same effect. How lame is that? Niggas say that we drawling, but really we ballin'. They mad cause they fall.